I got a hard cock today. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. Three guys talk about things they probably don't know about. Uh, joining me today is uh, Sir Crofton Steers. Crofton, hello. Howdy there, Bo. Uh, howdy to you, too. Uh, also joining us is the stalwart Michael Hodgins. Uh, bonjour, Michael. Bonjour. All right, so uh, how's everyone doing today? I- I'm doing fine. I think I missed the bit where Crofton became uh, a knight. That's all right. I missed it, too. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> if you listen to our episode on, on cleansing, um, you know, he proves his uh, knightly... Uh, oh, his vocabulary uh, d- knowledge. Yeah, yeah, he really sort of schooled uh, yes. me on that episode, and so I, yeah. I have to. He made you look like he made you look like a fool. Yeah. I listened to it, and I was like, God, whoever is not speaking like uh, Crofton sounded like a fool. Yeah, exactly. That was you, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've been Just called be worse. Okay, so um, what's news, guys? Well, I have a blender. I know this doesn't sound interesting, but. No. <laughs> I, I you have to understand that I have limited to no culinary knowledge, and uh, I've gotten into this thing. I've been making some shakes, and I made today a milkshake for the very first time. <laughs> All right, and Hang on. that which a which was milkshake. No, <laughs> it, it, if anything, I I learned the sheer amount of ice cream that goes into a milkshake. <laughs> Absolutely mind blowing for me. I bought Neapolitan because I you figured can I could make ice. three different types of shakes, you know. And, and it took <laughs> it took an entire color, like I all of chocolate, to make one shake. You, you, anyway, you use ice when you make shakes, man. No, whatever. You use milk and ice cream. Yeah, but I think you, you're supposed to dilute it. Yeah, you dilute with, like, it ice with ice. And, I diluted uh, it with my milk. Am I doing it wrong? <laughs> it's a milkshake. Yeah, yeah, no, you can put milk in it. Yeah, I, I it's good. Uh, yeah. I bet it was. Because I cut a banana. If you're actually making some health shakes, you can, you know, just like fruit shakes, like you take a bunch of fruit and a bunch of ice and you put some frozen yogurt in, but you don't put a ton in. You put very little in just to help it get that. Yeah, yeah Jesse that does that thing. shit. Is this part of your, because I remember that you were left at home one weekend by yourself and you didn't order pizza and this was part of your new initiative to be more responsible. Is the blender also part of this uh, plan? Uh, No, no, uh, it's not. How's that plan coming then? Uh, not well. All right. I also noticed on the cleansing episode that you guys both, or Crofton in particular, was like, I'm all in favor of healthy eating. And I remember thinking, like, Crofton? (laughs) I'm in favor of it in theory. (laughs) I'm like, I've never seen you practice it. (laughs) Well, you know, you could be a fan of the theory. Yeah, okay, fair enough. All right. Well, uh, you guys ready to get into it? Start jamming. Yep. Yeah. Let's let's do it. All right, Mike. Uh, get that random topic uh, generator going. And... I'm out in the garage. I'll give it a crank here and get it going. Oh, all right. Here. Cover your mouth. <laughs> you could almost call it a random topic blender. No, you can't. <coughs> it generates. It's generated. Oh, I love that sound. Oh man, that was a rough one. I guess I'm not used to the fumes anymore from Indonesia because that one really whew, went down the wrong lung there. Anyways, um, okay, yeah, the uh, the topic uh, today is uh, prostitution. Oh, prostitution! The world's oldest 
profession, isn't that what they say? I think so. I, th- I think it's the world's oldest profession. That's I think that's the saying. You know what? Uh, I bet is older than that, like uh, hunter gathering, gathering or hunting. Must be older than that. Yeah, maybe maybe patricide is the oldest profession. Killing your parents? How's that the old? How was that a profession? Like, I don't know. It's like the oldest known writings, fictional writings, are on killing your parents. Theorestia. <laughs> if writing existed, then there are many other trades. Also, yeah. Okay, I see the flaw there. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. So <laughs> um, yeah. Prostitution. So prostitution. So, so, let's just define it very simply. It is when, uh, in most cases, a woman offers uh, sexual favors um, in exchange for money. I think it's as simple as that. Right. It can be anybody, though, right? And yeah, I think that let's be pretty clear that it's mostly women. I, I mean, maybe I'm already leaning one way on this, but like, it's. I don't think it's like – there's tons of women that are frequenting the male uh, brothels around town. No, I, I think male prostitution is probably more common for men as well. Yes, it's it's mostly men who I think are engaging in. But it, but yeah, in exchange, it's, it's sex in exchange for money. Right. Yeah, so what do you guys uh, think about that? Anyone, are, you, are you, either you guys a John? <laughs> no, I'm not a John. And uh, it's funny, though, because I feel if I was, and John, uh, to clarify, the parlance, if you will, is is a person that would that would go to see uh, to prostitutes. Uh, I feel like if I was, I would mention it in the podcast because I feel it would it would allow me to present an interesting viewpoint but uh but i'm not in 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 prostitution like we talked about in the, <laughs> this won't be the first time i link prostitution with lawyers but we talked about <laughs> lawyers in a previous episode and i and i talked a lot about how they're presented on film uh and i find i find this is kind of kind of bad but my, are you going to are you going to bring up pretty woman no no but i could, well yes yeah i will i will bring <laughs> okay. up pretty woman but like i feel that that um a lot of my knowledge of surrounding prostitution comes from pop culture and you know the news and all this i know no one involved in prostitution i i you know i i don't even know somebody who's gone to see a prostitute at least who hasn't to, who hasn't told me about that so all my all the information that i have on this comes from you know the environment in, in which I live in, and yeah, there's there are there is like a pretty woman element of prostitution, where where it's like Cinderella story that we all know is bullshit, right? <laughs> Cinderella story, from yeah, Boston. which we all know is bullshit. But like, but but then but then there's uh you know there's other horrible horrible representations uh, of pornography and, and, and pimps and all this sort of stuff. Uh, that that's in throughout popular culture and that sort of thing. So I, you know, I've generally looked upon it as some a somewhat of a disturbing thing. And uh, you know, I I don't know if you guys share that, but well, um, I am also not not a John, and uh, <laughs> though I do know a few people who have gone to. See, see, seek the services of a prostitute. I'm not going to out anyone, and it's I also <laughs> no, it's not not that I'm aware of, anyway. Um, and I do know a sex worker, um, not very not well, but I've um, met her and was kind of surprised by her, or or in a sense, uh, wasn't necessarily what I expected, maybe because of things like uh, pop culture and uh, and that sort of thing, but. Um, I, I, I'm I like I'm not experienced. Oh, also, I know a lawyer. <laughs> I've mentioned er, 
her a few times. Her name's Karen. She is an unruly dog and is a lawyer. So I think she came up in both those podcasts. And um, now she's coming up in the prostitution podcast. Well, but for an interesting reason, because she is a lawyer who has um, defended or taken to, I think, even the Supreme Court here in Canada, um, uh, the rights of sex workers. Because this, it's an interesting phenomenon in that it's illegal, right, in this country. And uh, but yet you have many many people practicing this trade uh, who have no protection under the law, and it's uh, so they don't so they don't have the same rights other workers do, like uh, right to like safe workplace. Uh, you can't go to the police, and they're in a line of work which uh, which subjects them to a lot of um, violence, physical violence or uh, emotional abuse as well. Uh, or, or you know, and maybe maybe not. I don't want to paint this picture that all sex workers are being abused, but it's more that if this does happen, and I think it's probably higher rates of that sort of thing, uh, they don't have much recourse because what can you do? You know, if someone uh, harasses me at my job, or even especially if it was a, in a sexual manner, there's definitely things they can do, whether they're through police or through the workforce. But if you're a sex worker, you're kind of like. You know what are you going to do? Yeah. So it's 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 interesting kind of stuff. And she she took this. So so that's my experience. I mean, I, I don't want to have any direct experience, but I know a few people involved in some to some degree. Yeah. So I think like, and we shouldn't just strictly focus on women per se. There are male sex workers, and I think they're subject to the same marginalization in terms of their 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 rights as workers. Sure, that, that's true. But I just want to always state very clearly: there are way more women. Do, uh, in sex workers than there are men. It's good that you mentioned them, but I think yeah. it's like it's okay. hugely, hugely, uh, and, and I think it's linked to what we talk is human trafficking. Yeah. Uh, so like, I just want well, that to be really clear. Like, somebody be like, oh yeah. yeah, men too. It's like men are the people who yeah. are. Yeah, but but I know, mean, the the the, the 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 wrong statement is just that. Well, you know, men are able to take care of themselves, and it's this is all about a you know precious women thing. When I think it affects. I wouldn't say it affects both sexes equally. In fact, it probably affects women more severely than it does, you know, uh, men. I, I'm think I said gay men, but I'm sure there are straight uh, male gigolos. And, you know, at least there's there's sure there a few movies about the subject. I'm thinking of that one with Roy Schneider. Um, but <laughs> on on a, on a serious note, I think this like this sort of goes. It's the you know the the love of act making as sacred. Uh, sacred versus you know um your right to choose what you want to do with your body you know and and if you want to choose to uh sell yourself in that manner you should have that right even if uh, people there are individuals who feel feel that you shouldn't have to do that uh shouldn't be allowed to do that shouldn't be allowed to sacrilege yourself in that way um and i feel like it comes from just you know sort of a, a religious history of you know wanting to control women and, and sort of you know like the fact that it's on the periphery of society is this is to me the strange phenomenon also you know up until recently i would say there's been an avoidance on the subject of sex or a lot of uncomfortableness around the topic uh, of sex you know and you can see that expressed through the media over the decades that we've had and and what we know about this kind of thing in victorian age and, and farther into history but um you know, prostitution is is this is this sort of really negative word. It's it's a, basically defines a criminal act, and it's it's a very negative word. And and I think that 
Um, people should have the right to choose to do what they want with their bodies, even if I don't think I, I wouldn't well, want I think, anyone. I wouldn't want you know. If I had daughters, I would not want them choosing this as a profession. But as autonomous individuals and the kind of culture that we live in, be very hypocritical almost for me to say no to it as well, like to forbid it and to incarcerate someone for making that choice. I th- I think it it says a lot about men. I think prostitution the fact that there's so much of it um i think how men are more affected in this kind of animalistic way about sex now maybe you know some people might really want to contradict me here but i really feel that this trade is largely men men paying for sex uh, men paying for sex whether it's with other men or but or women uh and i think it's 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 and I don't know what to think about that. Like, uh, it's just like, it's like there's this huge industry around it. And it's like, it's pretty all over the place. It's not like it, it, we make it seem like it's this isolated thing, but it's quite, it's quite prevalent. And having just recently been in, uh, in Southeast Asia, where there's a big problem with sex tourists, um, I didn't, ex- I didn't see much evidence of it on this last trip to Indonesia, and I think it's maybe less prevalent there, which is certainly a good thing. But when I was in the Philippines years ago, uh, it was quite prevalent. In fact, uh, there wasn't a lot of tourists there. And I remember meeting a few people uh, that were also Canadian. And, uh, you know, I usually got the creeps from most of them because they were, they were often there with very young girls and these older men in their 60s. And it's kind of like they're, 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 they've flown all the way over there just for easy access to sex. And it's like, what drives these people to want to objectify others so much? It's like this sex drive in men that's just like insatiable. I would like I, – I don't, I don't want to get back on, on the whole, whole women-men men thing. But I definitely think that there – you may be underselling the amount of women that, that go to see uh, – that seek out prostitution. And I, I think that there's – there. You know, lumping it as a as a man as a man versus women or men exploiting women thing. Well, I I think that happened a lot in prostitution. I I definitely when talking about prostitution as an overall thing, I don't. For me, that's not the 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 core of the matter. Uh, I I fall more on sort of what Bo's point was with regards to you know independence of being able to do what you will with your body. But don't get me wrong, there is nothing that I find scarier than than like the work of a prostitute. Like that sounds to me I've seen enough episodes of CSI where, you know, prostitute goes home or goes to a motel with the John and then is putting herself, you know, in danger because he's a crazy killer, you know? Uh that's obviously not to say No, but they do put themselves in a lot of danger. They do. They put themselves at high, at high risk, and that's where the whole you know, pimp market, if you will, comes comes to play. Oh, I'm you know, we're going to protect you in this sort of thing. So it, when there's talk of legalization of prostitution and that sort of like, really, I, I the the one thing I would hope for is that there be some way to provide prostitution in a way that that would that would allow for um, uh, safe and secure uh, job practice because when Mike was talking earlier about how like as workers and, and his lawyer friend and, and as, as workers how they're not afforded the same same rights well bank robbers aren't also afforded rights but they're they're also doing something that's illegal the difference being that that in in this case um, 
the reasons why it is illegal are, are less clear cut than 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 bank robbery. Yeah, because bank robbery, you're taking something that is you know property that is decidedly not your you know rec- not ratified as being yours. So you're you know going outside the structure of rules that we have set up. You're stealing someone else's hard-earned money. I think in the case of prostitution, the man or the woman, the prostitute, is selling themselves. And what we're saying is you're not allowed to do that. But at the same time, we have all kinds of proxies for this kind of behavior. Like, uh, you know, one of the classic archetypes is the old rich guy with the 18-year-old trophy wife. You know, why do we draw the line there? I mean, you know, it's it's it has all the sentimentality of a relationship, even though everyone goes, mm-hmm, girlfriend's just with that guy till he gets dead. You know, like it's not that's what we all perceive. And that's probably close to the truth in many of those cases. But if we're unsentimental about it, say, listen, I'm lonely. I haven't had I'm too ugly. No one wants to have sex with me. I just want a night of intimacy with a, with a real woman. You wouldn't normally go after me. But I, if I give you. Five hundred, six hundred dollars, and you'll share the night with me. Um, why, you know, what is what is wrong with that person's right to choose to make that business transaction? And, and I'm really puzzled by it. I feel like it stems from, you know, a, a mass cultural belief. You know, the vestiges of, of religious thought about, you know, defiling women. Because even as another proxy too, just the dowries. I mean, it's not prostitution, but if I have a couple of daughters and I'll trade them off to you for cattle and whatever else, I mean, that's trading in people, in my opinion. That's not giving that woman the right to choose, you know. So um, women's rights really are central to the issue of prostitution. And yeah. It, and, and it's just count. And if I can just make one more point, it's, it's counter. There's two counter uh, forces pushing against each other, which is you know, I think a very it comes from a good place, a desire to protect women, because I don't think we would want any of our daughters as men. We wouldn't want to ever see them become prostitutes as, as quote unquote good people. We, that's not a good way to go legal or not. We want better for you. So why would we allow this activity of prostitution? And the countervailing thought is that we're all autonomous people. It's our body. Why can't why can't a person decide to choose to trade in that way. And we look more harshly on women than we do in men in this circumstance. Well, um, yeah, I think we should lay out like the, the, the scale at which, which prostitution presents itself. So, so at one end of the scale, you have people who are basically in, enslaved. And this, this is, this is, I'm not making this up, but like human trafficking, people who are legitimately sex slaves in this country and in many countries around the world, Western countries, there are people who have been taken kind of uh, without their consent and being forced to have sex with people. This happens. That's it, one yeah. end. That's one end of the scale. They yeah. better not cross Liam Neeson because he will find them. He he maybe, yeah, but maybe not. <laughs> but anyway, so that's that's one end of the scale, and the other end of the scale. Is someone uh, who 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 gains a sense of power uh, out of being able to use their body for money? Um, they they can they can have power over men in that way. Uh, they do it as a specific choice, and they like their work, enjoy their work, um, and find it fulfilling work, and just want it to be recognized and legalized so that they have you know safe employment like everyone else does. I think, and I think you have any degree in between those two. 
Um, and I, I think what's what's hard about this is that often what steals the center spotlight is the human trafficking aspect of it, um, where people are kind of forced and get involved in drugs and are kind of controlled by pimps and this sort of thing. But it's quite interesting, the other side of it, the people who just uh, there's clearly a market there, um, and uh, the people who choose to exploit that to, to to make a living. What's wrong with that? And in some countries, I believe I can't remember if it was Sweden or Switzerland. I think it was one of the S European countries uh, where I heard something a few years back about uh, prostitution sort of being seen as a um, well, not prostitution, but sex is seen as a right. And I heard this news story about um, sort of mentally challenged people having (coughs) access to sex workers because they didn't have really access to sex and saying that that's a basic human need that everyone should have aspect uh, access to. So it's so also sort of, you know, not not to just say all Johns are bad, but maybe they're not. Maybe some people are lonely and, and they don't have the ability to find someone for sex, which is a basic human need, and so maybe prostitution is not that bad. It's it's a very difficult subject because it spans the gamut of like morality and crime and basic human need and this type of thing. And how do you want to make your living and freedom of yeah. choice? It's yeah. really it's really hard one and, to tackle. And, and I think our popular culture, like the media in our popular culture, reinforces the negative notions. Like we talked about that with lawyers. Like there's the hero lawyer and there's the jerk lawyer, and really lawyers are all kinds of different people in between. And I think that yeah, prostitution really is given the same treatment in the popular culture which affects our mass consciousness in terms of our perception and our um i don't know think idiosyncrasy is the right word but just our stereotypes about what prostitution really is because i think you know uh, they're the more mundane activities surrounding prostitutes is that a prostitute will build a client list and work with trusted partners you know, like they, they I think if I was to be a prostitute, I wouldn't want to have random people all the time that, you know, I'd want to have individual like a client list. And so, you know, individuals that would, I don't know if we say a contract, but there'd be some regularity to the activity, thus guaranteeing me an income. And but, you know, having a, you know, just having a, a, a viable business, I suppose. But I think that because it's it you know it's outlawed and not only is it outlawed but it's um you know uh people are looked down upon as the scum of society when they you know women and men and who are prostitutes and the johns are looked down upon as a scum of society uh based on this sort of you know stereotypical understanding of of what this phenomenon really is uh i think it's hard uh like you guys touched on to to evaluate this but you you have to think like when thinking and again we're trying to determine if prostitution is good if it's bad or if it's bullshit and and i think i think you think about first of all is prostitution necessary and i firmly believe that if you took the world apart if you destroyed civilization and we found ourselves in an anar- anarchy ridden madhouse prostitution will always come back it it is it is there's no way that you will ever completely get rid of prostitution there there isn't a drive there that that will always allow it to to come back but do i think there's enough in in there for me to say think of it as a good thing because even in the best case, Mike, Mike gave the sliding scale there, and the of uh, even in the best case, 
of of a of, of a prostitute, you know, maybe running a business from her house, being in full control. Say it was legalized and everything was 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 monitored and and testing and all this is would it be a, a rewarding profession for her or him mentally emotionally uh physically is there enough of a reason aside from satisfying a a, a few maybe extremely lonely people uh to say that it, to say that it's good because i can think of a heck of a lot of reasons to to say why it would be bad well i think that you know well i have a number of things going through my mind but i think that you know again it's that whole um you know women are precious kind of attitude which is women enjoy sex too it might in a in a a world free to choose there will be men and women who will feel fulfilled by this and we're not only talking about sex but they might they might like the the idea of the you know, because, you know, there was a really good film about this by Steven Soderbergh. And I think it actually starred uh, Sasha Gray, who was a real uh, porn star. But it was an exploration of the fact that it's not just about the sex, but it's about the companionship aspect. A lot of these individuals that they see are also lonely. They're also they're going through things and they provide this therapy in addition to simply sex, that there's this compartmentalized sort of relationship in this in this world that we live in and i think there are individuals who would get something out of that uh, of that um that kind of profession you know were it i think a lot you know we're, we're not marginalized so it's just people hooked on drugs and people in the sex slave trade and the people who wanted to make legitimate business are, are stepped on for being outspoken and you know they have to go to court all the time to challenge these things i think that there is room for this to be a profession and to be validated and recognized. And I think there are people who would legitimately want to, would want to do it. And there's other aspects too, like what about specialized kinds of sex? There are individuals with fetishes and you just can't meet those people. They're difficult to meet. And, and so maybe there are individuals, uh, prostitutes, prostitutes or sex workers who um, kind of don't like that word, word prostitutes. Um, you sex, you sex workers, sex workers. Yeah, I, I like that better. I don't even I like it a little better. Who specialize in this kind of service? And there, if you like to get, you know, if you're a man and you like a woman to call you names and tie you up and beat you with things while you know exploring this sexual need, that's okay. We can't, we shouldn't sh- brush that under a broom and say weirdo or whatever. Like that's there should be room for that in our in our in our such our open minded free thinking culture. Um, I think we can challenge ourselves to expand expand those boundaries. It, it seems really dated to be brushing this under the rug. I would I would tend to agree with with that. I'd say that the the problem with prostitution now is similar to the problem with the drugs in that uh, we have made moral moral laws. So for whatever for whatever reasons, most most Western societies, not all of them, of course, is, was in Amsterdam where the prostitution is legalized. But m- most Western societies, you know, prostitution is illegal. So we ha- we have we have made criminals uh, because of our moral judgment. And and then when that ha- in the same way that we have with drugs, saying oh, drugs are illegal. So now you do drugs, you're a criminal. So we've criminalized all these people. And then what that opens the door to is that it, prostitution then gets taken up by, by uh, organized crime, uh, very bad people who are willing to exploit people because they know there's money to be made you know, in the kind of 
black market of, of, of sex work that you can coerce women into having sex, force women into having sex because there's money to be made there. I think, again, the, the, the issue is that when you criminalize this type of thing, it just slides it in. Uh, into the place where people don't have protection, so so it becomes a a profession of ill repute, not because necessarily it's inherently morally wrong, uh, but because we have decided that it's criminal, and we have placed these people in positions uh, where they're maybe they're controlled by criminals, or there's a lot of drug use and other things involved with organized crime element to it. And I think it's hard to separate those two things. The objective, like. Uh, is this this profession the only profession on earth and the kind of like criminality organized crime aspect of it which is which colors it heavily and has for a very long time so but, i find it hard to distinguish those two things but but i i agree with what both of your you, you are saying but you are talking about the legalization of it right like you're talking about the the, the legalization or, or and the criminalization and and that sort of thing when when you think about when we were talking about lawyers like lawyers is a, a legitimate profession that's considered legal and this sort of thing and we came down across the board and said that that lawyers were bad now now, if if we're looking at prostitution, and did we if, say? I thought we said bullshit or bullshit. I think we should bullshit. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but like, either way, it was on the negative side of things. Um, aside from me, I think. But but bottom line is, it it, it was a profession uh, that 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 is a legal profession. Now we're looking at another profession, essentially, that's an illegal profession, and I think we're getting caught up talking about the illegality of it, uh, and. For sure, it's 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 tied it's tied in there. But I think that if, in a perfect like in a a perfect world of prostitution, because as I said earlier, I don't think you're ever getting rid of prostitution. Uh, if I have just like I don't think you're ever getting rid of lawyers, um, <laughs> but in a perfect world uh, where prostitution is well regulated and legal and this sort of thing, and it, I still think that that it is not. I don't. I can't attach myself, bring my mind to wrap around the idea of it being a fulfilling profession that meets the needs of people uh, on on an emotional level. I just maybe I've been brainwashed by society, but I just don't see how this profession, selling your own body, um, can as a day to day for a year, day in day out for many many years. Uh, can be can be seen as a good thing, and yeah. I I really for that for that reason looking at prostitution and separating it away from uh, it, even if I didn't separate it away from the legality, but I am totally for the legalization of prostitution. But it doesn't change the fact that I think prostitution. Uh, I I would never want it to to be a prostitute myself. I wouldn't want any of my friends to be a prostitute to sell themselves. I'd um, I'd worry about them, not just their physical health, but their mental health, their emotional health. So for that reason, I have to say prostitution, and I'm coming in with a verdict here, boys, bad. All right, Crofton, bringing it home with the bad verdict. Mike, you want to respond? Oh, geez, we're into verdicts. I, I didn't even see it coming. I feel like there's more to, there's more to hash out with this. But yeah, I, I guess, and I find this to be a very difficult one to talk about. Um, and Crofton, you, you raised some very good points and ones which I agree with because if I think about my own personal morality, I find it like I would not want 
my if I had a daughter to be a prostitute, uh, I find not, not that it's this. I just it, it you know. Just, but that's my own morals, right? And I'm trying to separate that from other people's, and and trying to think of like I feel like I'm a lucky person. It's like uh, you know I have a lovely wife, you know. So uh, uh, again, we don't presume I you know we have a healthy sex life, but some people. Don't you know what would it be like to be I don't know fifty years old and to have never been with maybe you'd be like that's a real that that's maybe a amazing thing for you to be able to access as something like a prostitute but I can't I find it hard to put myself in that person's shoes so I, I'm finding it very difficult to come down one way or another is good or bad so what I'm just gonna say is that prostitution is bullshit. <laughs> Which, which, which is just to say that it's, it's just, it's a profession. It's got its problems. Uh, some people like it. Some people don't. There's a lot of other jobs in the world that I would hate to do or find morally distasteful and wouldn't want to do, but other people do them. So I'm just gonna say, yeah, it's just, it's a job like any other. I'm leaving it that. It's just bullshit. It's all jobs, right? And Uh, yeah, Michael Hodgins rating lawyers and prostitutes with the same rating. (laughs) Well, you know, there's a lot of similarities. I'd say. Uh, I want to say, like, I started this off too feeling pretty uncertain about how I was going to tackle the subject and and apply the rating, but I think um, I feel pretty. Uh, comfortable in my position on it. So I'm glad we had this conversation. I'm going to do this bullet point form. One, I like sex. Sex is pretty universal. Everyone should like sex. I know there are people out there who are uncomfortable with it. They've had personal issues um, with it, and it's not always a happy thing. But um, to enjoy the fullness of life, everyone should be able to, you know, I wish everyone should be able to enjoy the, the the joy of sex and um it's a basic human right like the mike was saying about those people in europe um so that's <laughs> bullet one is that sex is great um bullet two is that um the service that they're offering is is, is an amazing service you know uh there are lots of you know the 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 Crap. They give out air miles? Yeah, well, not yet they don't. But they, they, you know, you think of the craft of acting, which has been called the horse profession. And certainly actors um, are glorified nowadays. But it used to be, you know, actors were barred from being buried in graveyards. Um, and they were, they, you know, they were, you know, considered people on the periphery of society that good, good folk would not want to interact with because they were seen to channel the devil. In other words, they were vilified from religious beliefs. And I think that our view on prostitution, the, that moral decision comes from religion. I'm an atheist and I think anything with any trace of decision making with frickin' religion behind it, I have a hard time you know, like that just bothers the shit out of me. So that's bullet point two. Bullet point three is that um, I think our perception of what it is is based on what we see in popular culture and media. And no one's really there's no desire by those in the seats of authority to really think about this issue and modernize it and think about it in a fresh, positive way, at least in our country. I'm not seeing that discourse. Maybe it's happening in Europe. So um, I think the service that they do the parts, the intimate parts that they give themselves to people deserve to be put on a pedestal and, and the, the best prostitutes in the world should be given awards. I think prostitutes are good. Yeah, that's right. And I stand by it. If somebody, no, w- you, yeah, no. I think that was actually a good conversation. And I think that uh, our, our verdict spanning the gamut also kind of reflect, you know, 
prostitution being this thing that has its really you know hard undertones and its really positive ends too. So yeah, it was oh, a good, it was oh, interesting. La- one. Last bullet point. Sorry, I also do believe in people's <laughs> the men and women's right to choose what they want to do with their body. I can get behind stealing being criminalized. I can even get behind certain drugs being criminalized. Like that's a conversation I'm pending to have strong opinions about. But when you're talking about your own body and what you can and cannot do with it, that um, in the in the realm of se- sexual intimacy, it just seems like government has no place in the bedroom. Uh, fuck you, government, for that. <laughs> Big time. Whoa, whoa, coming out, uh, coming out pretty hard. Yeah. There's a, there are some compelling arguments. You make some compelling arguments in there. I, I I I just find again that you can't let you can't as an atheist let. Um, Trace uh, traces of religion blind blind an opinion on on something and and I agree with Mike like it, it is hard to get to separate your morals from uh, from from other people's morals and that sort of thing and uh, but at, at a certain let's, at a certain point handing these, at a certain point when handing down these r- reviews uh, you 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 think you go with your gut you know and uh, well yeah, yeah but, no, I, but I I'm not going with my gut it's it, we can do a scientific study on the social impact of prostit- legalization of prostitution who wants we're to do that or who wants to listen legalization no, of but, prostitution that's the thing we are not we are all in agreement that legalizing no, prostitution I'm sorry I guess is a good I, thing. against the vilification of prostitution like the the cultural view the stereotypic view of prostitution like this idea like just I I, the moral choice it, to me has the vestiges of religion. I'm willing to accept that prostitution is a bad thing for society based on scientific study. And I guess but, that's where I say it's not based on scientific. The law is yeah, not but, based on scientific study. But I think the, I think the, the point Crofton is raising uh, or, or maybe I, I shouldn't put words. In, but but like it's it's like you're you're sort of uh, and I think your verdict is very, is very good. But you're you're going at the best case scenario prostitution, and I think that that's that's fine. Like like and I and I think all your your points are super valid. Uh, but like the reality of prostitution is a lot of it's nothing like what you describe. A lot of it is uh, basically slavery. People being forced to do things uh, against you know we got and yeah, have to. I don't that. I don't like that. Like that I don't it, like. But, that. but but all that's all that to say is that there's room there's room on our scale of our verdicts for prostitution to be very bad yeah. for a lot of people. But, uh, and I, and I. I think your points are very you're very valid, but we shouldn't rehash yeah. the argument. Yeah, I don't want to rehash the argument, but you know, we if if there were lots of sleazy lawyers, we wouldn't do away with the lawyer profession. So just because there's lots of sleazy prostitution happening, is not the fault of the 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 profession of prostitution. It's more you know how we're treating, how we're marginalizing this sort of thing yeah. rather than embracing it. Good, right. call, good talk, guys. Yeah, well, this was an intense one. Yeah. Hard. Well, you know, <laughs> I think it's been a controversial subject for millennia, and I, I, it will likely continue to be the oh, case. No, it's, I think we wait. just solved it right now. Uh, okay. <laughs> By splitting our verdicts three ways? Like, <laughs> yeah. nailed, nailed it down. Didn't uh, it? Yeah, it's just, yeah, no, it's good. I really enjoyed that. All right, so uh, I think I'm going to walk over to the mailbox here and uh, see if there's anything in it. Uh, oh, it all right. All the birds uh, going crazy, sort of muffled. You There's know. always birds in it. Not so much male, but birds, yeah. And it's because the birds have a nest there, and so when I walk by, I, I disturb them all, you know, and they get all, you know, ornery. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, guess what, guys? We got a mail from my mother. 
Wow, again, great. <laughs> yeah, did, awesome. Did you just get one from your mom? Yeah, well, you know, she likes to write in. I think she's really interested. Good for her. We should invite her on sometime. You know, we talk about inviting all these other people on, and then they never want to show up. Uh, I think we should just invite my mom to be on the show. All right, yeah, she sure. says, uh, hi, guys. This drives me... Oh, the subject line says aggregators. So we're going to weigh in on aggregators. This drives me crazy. It has influenced me in the past when selecting a movie, but no longer bother. I guess I no longer bother. I hate that when I'm excited about seeing a particular movie and it discourages. No, actually stops me from seeing it and has sent me to the move and has sent me to see movies I thought were only mediocre after seeing them. It's really personal taste, and there are different things you can take from watching a movie. For some people, it's about how one particular aspect, such as special effects, how it was filmed, location, storyline, or the actors. And Bo, we know your favorite's Ryan Gosling. And when a movie satisfies that one thing from them, it's five stars, and they'll get great comments. Uh, she also can't help thinking there is some little sweatshop room that has a team of people giving repeated reviews paid by producers to pump up hype about those movies willing to pay for it. Just saying. And always, uh, in Mike's absence, she'll give aggregators a bullshit for you, Mike. Uh, Good job. for my mom. All right, well, thanks for your letter, Mom. That was uh, definitely give us something to think about. And uh, I agree that uh, aggregators are just so annoying. They're I not think helpful she, Yeah, no, she raises, she raises some interesting points. Yep. I still think they're good. Yeah, very good. All right, so uh, let's wrap up the show here. Um, if you want to respond to what we had to say on prostitution, certainly we were quite divided, and we'd love to hear from you on the subject. Maybe you are a prostitute. If you are, uh, send us an email and tell us what you think, or maybe we'd even like to have you on the show. This was a it's it's a fl- uh, flaming enough subject. It's 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 a sexy topic, and so we'd love to talk to a prostitute who'd be willing to talk with us. So <laughs> send us an email. Uh, our email address is goodbadbs at gmail You can find us on our website at gbbpodcast.com. That's the acronym for Good Bad Bullshit Podcast.com. Uh, on the site, you can find links to our uh, the iTunes store or to our RSS feed, and you can subscribe to the show. All right, Crofton, where can these fine uh, listeners uh, follow you? They can follow me on Twitter at Crofton Steers. All right, Mike, if uh, some one of our listeners wanted to find you, where could they find you? You know, I feel like we're doing like promos for Twitter. What, I think you, I think we need to branch out into other ways of being found. Okay, you can find him at wetblanket on twitter.com. <laughs> Wet blanket? Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. What is it? Gotta be something else out there. Twitter is awesome, and Twitter's how you gonna find me. It's the social media, and you know if we ever. That's oh, boring. All right, well, you know what? If we ever get on the subject in the random topic generator, I'll give you plenty of space to shit all over it. Agreed. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys can follow me at Bo Schwartz on Twitter.com. Um, I'm not being paid by Twitter. Uh, yes, I am. I'm not. So, uh, okay. Uh, that's about it for our show. Guys, you have any closing thoughts? No. <laughs> Mike? <laughs> I also do not. All right. Fine. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Okay, guys, I think I'm going to head off to bed because I probably need some sleep. But that was good. All right. See you, Hodgins. Yeah, Bo. Yeah. This this game bully. <laughs> <laughs> I, 